host and friend Shelly. Hi, Pamela. I can't wait to see what we've got cooking today. We have got some good stuff cooking. I also hear our numbers are high. We've had extra yeah. downloads. Yay, we are. You, so people. thank you. Thank you, everyone, for yeah. listening. It makes me I so happy. It. Each week we're getting higher and higher downloads, and it. it makes me thank really, you, really thank happy. You. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling your friends to listen. We yes. are really having fun, and it helps us a lot when you invite people in because I only know so many people. <laughs> so <Yeah>. it, <laughs> well, it's all about the numbers to make sure it that is. we can be heard. It absolutely sure. is. Yeah. So thank you. It. We are very, very grateful for it. Yes. So this week we're going to talk about a drug case. Okay. This is a case that I did. This guy, he was arrested in Utah. It was such a fascinating case. He had a public defender, and it was it was a lawyer that I've done some other cases with. In fact, remember the Miss Blondie case? Yes, yes. That when when I did the dog grooming thing, yes. and the lawyer that, for the attorney general's office that prosecuted that case, uh-huh. that I I got to know her pretty well, and she ended up leaving the attorney general's office and going to work out on her own and doing defense work and this was one of her cases when so then when she was doing defense work she hired me to to work this case with her oh cool and my client was charged with manufacturing and growing marijuana okay well manufacturing they call it manufacturing but it's growing marijuana okay here in Utah, and i know here in utah and i know there are a lot of states that allow marijuana I don't know that Utah will ever be one, although we have actually allowed it for health reasons. Right. And, which is funny to me because I, like, all these states that allow it to be used, there's still a lot of confusion about where can you grow it because some states allow it to be used, like, smoked or eaten for health reasons. Right. But they don't allow anyone to grow it. And so I'm thinking, well. But there are a lot of states that say, okay. You can buy it from an infirmary, or you can grow your own, but you can't have more than three plants or five plants. You can't have, right. like, a whole field of them because then, of course, you become a grower. But you can have three or four or something. The number's small, but it's enough that you can produce to, to – you can grow your own to produce what works for you kind of a thing. So Yes. And Utah did okay. put it on the ballot, okay. and it was voted through – to have marijuana legal a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. whoever you know, whoever decided, well, maybe Utah's not ready, even though it went right. through. So that's a whole right. other story. Okay, right, tell us that's story. true. That's true. I forgot that that happened. Yeah. And for yeah. you know, being in the criminal defense world, I see all the drugs, alcohol, right. drugs, and and honestly, mm-hmm. alcohol. We think alcohol is so socially acceptable. Uh-huh. What a crock of crap that is! I got to tell yes. you. Because yeah. so many of my clients are drinking at the time, and yeah. it doesn't. I told I joke all the time that it doesn't make anyone smarter. Right. right. <laughs> I'm not saying it makes you stupid, but what alcohol we what we know it does is it that inhibits. it it inhibits you. It makes you so you don't think of a consequence. Right. And so some of my murder cases, alcohol has been directly involved in it. Right. And my my only point is this. So I, I see big problems with alcohol. I see big problems with, with meth, for sure. Cocaine, right. for sure. What I don't see a lot of big problems with is marijuana. I don't. Really? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I don't. That's really interesting. I, yeah. well, 
<laughs> like, I have some musician friends, not the guys in my band, right. but other musicians that I go jam sure. with and stuff that uh-huh. I know they smoke pot. Sure and, they do. And they're really sweet people. And right. they're, they're, right. <laughs> but a, like, probably half of them live with their mothers in the basement. Oh. <laughs> Okay, now wait. Here's why. We can't say just because you're a marijuana smoker, you live in your mama's basement. We can't say that. And I'm not saying that. But here's what I do see. That people that that smoke a lot of pot, if if you Mm -hmm. smoke a lot of weed, there's a very good chance you are not really ambitious in your life. Yeah, it kind of mellows you out. That's true. It mellows them out so much that they're Mm -hmm. like, hey, it's okay if I don't have a job and I just stay here and play this guitar and write songs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is all, it's all good. And it is. Like that, it for that good. reason, I'm okay because mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, they're all peaceful. They're not going to go yep. out and, and yep. shoot people and do horrible yep. things. Yep. Yeah, they're just going to sit in the basement and be happy and and smoke their weed. And that's fine with me. Yeah. So, but that's just my personal opinion. My only yeah. complaint, like I say, if someone I loved was doing it a lot, my complaint would not be, like alcohol, because a lot of people get angry and belligerent sure. with alcohol. I don't see that with marijuana. What I see is they just lose all drive. Like, yes. Yeah. That's I it. That, I don't like that because I do. I think it's effective like that. Yep. Right. Yeah. And I really do think it's important that we are passionate about life and passionate about what we're doing. Yeah. So that aside, my client okay. was charged with working on this big marijuana farm. That was outside of Cedar City, which is in southern Utah. Okay. But he was Mexican. He's not from not not from Utah even. He's not he's not even he was from Mexico. Right. And so he had a public was it defender. A legal farm? Nope. Okay. And this was actually before Utah had even passed okay. any the health right. any of it at all. So yeah. and even at that time I was like, geez, who cares? Like, yeah. I don't see a lot of bad things coming out of it. So I okay. I just think it's a waste of our time and money. That's my opinion. Okay. A waste of our resources. There are people doing bad things and on marijuana. Yeah, so they want to hug you and tell you how much they love you, whatever. Like, yeah. that's not yeah. Yeah. that's not making the world uh-huh. a bad place. Anyway, Liz, the woman that had worked on the Miss Blondie case, Liz hired me yes. to work on this. She was working as a federal public defender. And Raul, he was in custody. He didn't speak any English at all. And Liz needed someone that could speak Spanish. So I went and talked to him. And I, man, to hear his story, my heart just broke. Oh, my gosh. So he tells me, I'm like, hey, how did you get here? What happened? And here's his story. He says, I lived in Mexico. I have a wife and four children in Mexico. One of my children has a disability. permanent disability I will be forever taking care of this child and I just can't make any money there's no money to be made so I came over the border to California my sister lived in Orange County California and she had a house she was renting I was staying in a room in her home I had a job I was a landscaper I would go work early early in the morning I'd work all day long and I did okay and I would send almost all of my money back to my wife and children. Which is because very I, common for our migrants yes, to do. They it send really is. Back home. Yep. Mm-hmm. And 
he said, then my boss, his son finished high school. And so his son was going to take my job with the landscaping company. And so I didn't have a job anymore, but there was still no work in Mexico. I can always make more money in America. So I asked around and everyone said, just go to Home Depot and stand there for work. So I would go stand there for work and I'd get an odd job here and there and make a little money and it was good. And then one day these guys showed up in a truck and they said, we have a job for you working on a farm that is long-term. Do you want a long-term job? Do you want to come work for us? We'll pay you very well. Of course he wants to do that. This guy is like... Yeah, who wouldn't? Right? So he's like, yeah, okay. They didn't tell him that it's two states away. That it's in Utah. You're going to be riding in our car for like seven hours just to get to this farm. And that the farm. So, Uh yeah, or more. So he gets in the truck and they ride. And there was another guy that went, that agreed to go with them. And they ride and ride. And he gets to the farm and he's thinking, okay, like they must have a room for me. What? No, they did not have shelter for these guys. Oh, you're they kidding. Had, no, they didn't have facilities for them, bathroom facilities. They literally just left them out on this farm with the work tools and water and food. They, they're like, here, here's your food for the week. Like they had to weed. And it was a marijuana farm. And it was so, because yeah. it was a marijuana farm, they had put it like 15 miles outside of any town. Sure. Yeah. So... Yeah. And he doesn't know where he is. He no. doesn't. He didn't really know California, and he certainly didn't know that he just passed through Nevada and Utah right. to get here. He had no idea. He didn't know what Utah was, really. This guy sure. was not a really well-educated guy. Sure. So the feds are charging him with, like, manufacturing, like, as if he owns this farm. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And he's facing... Like 25 years in prison for this. Okay, wait a minute. So they did a sweep and got the workers. Did they get the guys in the truck, the owners? No, they didn't. And so they decided these these workers must know. They're part of this whole deal. They know where these owners are, where the the kingpins are. And so they were putting all this pressure on thinking, okay, we'll put pressure on and then they're going to roll over. So when I... I get word from Liz, the attorney, hey, you got to go talk to this guy and see what he knows. I'm not kidding you, Shelly. He did not know. He didn't even know their names. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So I'm interviewing him. As I come back, I'm like, Liz, he doesn't know their names. I really don't think he's just making this up. Like this is, I think he's telling, this story makes sense to me. Right. Where I mean, e- even in Utah, there are Home Depots all across the country where all, workers right. that want to work right. go stand and wait and work. And I have friends that have hired them to do that. Right. right. And gotten really good work out of those guys for right. the day mm-hmm. or two days, mm-hmm. whatever they use them for. They're hungry. They want to work. They want to be successful. Yeah. And I respect that. I really I do. do. I do, too. So Absolutely. So, so then they come back, the feds say... Not only do we think, no, he was working there. We also believe that he was a user. He was using marijuana, growing it, using it, dilling it. This guy, this is. At, okay. And that can I'm, be tested that quick. Like, did they do a test? 
they well they did a urine test. There was nothing in his urine, so they said, "Well, he's he just ha- hadn't been using right then." So I go interview well, him they and take I their hair because it never exactly. grows out. Yeah. So I went and talked to him and I said, "Raul, tell me, they're saying that you were part of this, that you use marijuana, that you sell it, that this is your life. Is any of this true?" Do you, and he said, "I don't, I don't use it. I don't use drugs. I don't use anything. I don't have okay. money for that. Even if I wanted yeah. to, I yeah. don't." Because all my money I sent to my wife and my family. And I, he's in jail pending this trial. And he's right. so worried that his wife is not getting any money for food and that she doesn't know. And has his no sister, idea where she Think about no. it. His sister didn't know what happened to him. He went well, to and, Home Depot and, that day and just didn't come didn't back. Didn't come back. And then, yeah. yeah, his wife doesn't even know where he is. That's right. scary. So I said, okay, look, Raul, I believe you. But we have yes. to prove this to the feds. I said, look, I'm going to do a hair follicle test on you. But I'm not, I don't want to do it if you are, you have been it. using and it shows. Because if you haven't, I said, not that if you had smoked pot that that means you're a liar. That's not what I'm, but no. it would lessen our credibility if we're saying right. you, we you don't. We need to know the truth. Yeah. Right. So I said, tell me the truth. And he said, I, like, I promise I don't and I haven't. I said, okay. So I hire a company, I go into the jail and meet with them, and I said, as I start learning about the hair follicle, and this is a few years ago, and I said, look, how far back can it go? I, I actually had them cut his underarm hair to get the, to take underarm hair, because that will go back a full year. Like No the kidding. Hair, no kidding. It did not the hair, Yeah. So the hair on your head, you can do a hair follicle test that will go test three months. You okay. can get back. So, great. But I wanted, I was like, that's awesome. Let's totally knock it out of the park. Let's tell the feds that this is, like, look, this guy is not only is he not a user, he hasn't even used, he hasn't touched anything in a year. Right. And sure enough, our hair follicle drug test proves that he was telling the truth. He had not used anything, anything. Okay. I'm like, hey, Liz, we got this. And the feds are still saying that they don't believe it. They don't believe that this guy was working at Home Depot. That, or not working, but the that story. he would. Yeah. They just didn't believe the story. So I said, Liz, I need permission to go to California and talk to everyone. And so she gave me permission. I flew to Orange County, which is awesome for me because I love California. Love California, yeah. <laughs> I love it. So I'm like, what a dirty job. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> But I did have to do this. And it was awesome because they upgraded my car. I got a convertible to drive for (laughs) for the weekend. I loved it. And I went and met his sister. I took pictures of his room. His room was so clean. His, I mean, his shoes were totally organized. He only had like three pairs of shoes. He had them all like set Uh, in the closet really nicely. As everything. And I just think, gosh, dang it. Why? Like, this isn't fair. Here's this guy. He doesn't no. have any other resources. So then I had to go and find his boss, the landscaping guy, to find out if it was true that he okay. had lost his job with them. Oh, man, I was scared. I'm in a different city. I'm in a different state. I'm going right. to predominantly Hispanic neighborhood. Right. I'm blonde. I don't blend in. And now I'm in this stupid convertible. Like, then I'm thinking, what the hell was I thinking? (laughs) Renting this convertible. (laughs) Like, maybe this is not a good idea. Yeah, Uh, exactly. 
And then when you come and you say, hey, I'm an investigator, oh, they really don't want to talk to you because most of the most of them are illegal. Right. Right. So, oh, man, he really didn't want to talk to me. Thankfully, mm -hmm. I maneuvered and talked and like, please, sure. like. We, I really need your I'm help. I'm trying with to Raul. help this guy. He's right. going to go to prison for a very long time, and it was true. It's exactly what Raúl told me. His son had finished high school and he needed a job, and so of course the guy's going to hire, give yeah. the full time job to his son instead of Raúl. Sure. So suddenly Raúl's out of work. Then I went back to the sister and. I actually got information for how he sent money each week, and I sent some money to his wife. Just just my money, because I just, with a note saying, I hope this helps. Yeah. But then I felt horrible. I couldn't do it over and over again, because no. I, I don't make that kind of money. But no. anyway, it was I, just a tough situation. And then I went to the Home Depot, where he would go stand in line. And talked to a couple guys. They didn't remember him specifically. But who knows? I don't know what kind of turnover rate right. they have right. at Home Depot. Right, for sure. Like, I have no idea. So, we get all that stuff. I come back. Man, I had everything that I needed, right? Yeah. The feds, I'm, and I'm telling them, like, you guys, this is not... You this guy's not wrong. a big drug yeah. dealer. This right. guy is a victim of... Please, let's not further victimize him in our system. Yeah. And why do we even want to pay to have him in prison? Like, this is silly. It's a waste yeah. of our money, waste of our resources. Yeah. So they reduced it some. Oh, not some. They reduced it quite a bit from the 25 years. But they made him plead because he was working on an illegal marijuana farm. That's true. That's true. He was. Even though... He had no right. idea he was going to be working on a marijuana. I, sure. I just don't think it's fair. That's that's, that's no, why I want to right. help people yeah. be aware. It, like Sometimes people really get caught up in the system, and they yes. shouldn't be there. He shouldn't have been there. And, yeah, should he have stayed in Mexico and keep working? He should have. Would I, If I were in that spot, like, that's, that's what I'm trying to, like, I, we are so incredibly, insanely yeah. blessed to live yes. in America. Yes. We are. And I know our system's freedom. broken, but it is the best system in the world. It's amazing right. what we have. And hey, if we like think about all the jobs that are available to everyone right now. Right. Like there are jobs right. So everywhere. Wait, wait. Right. But so what so, happened to it? So they they wouldn't I thought they would dismiss the whole case and send him back to Mexico. Like that's right. what I Send thought should happen. They didn't. They reduced the charge to kind of like an accessory to, it, it, it's the best way I can explain it, That like okay. an accessory to it. So did he serve time? What did he they... did. He did. They gave him four uh, years. He served four? two and a half years. Four years. And I said, oh, so he no. served two and a half. They sentenced him to four. And I said, I was seriously like, Liz, this is so unfair. Yeah. This guy is such a victim. We should be protecting right. him. Like, yeah. I'm not saying that we should roll out the red carpet and give him a house or anything, but geez, like, yeah, send him home. Send him home. We send what murderers back. We exactly. send people that we, have abused children back. Right. You How know? is our system yeah. any better by yeah. keeping him here? It's not. Yeah. 
No. Like, our right. world wasn't one bit safer having... And that guy, honestly, Shelly, he was such a sweet guy. I was yeah. worried about him in jail yeah. and in prison. I'm, yeah. I was worried. He's yeah. he's not the kind of person that can defend himself. That's how he ended up on this goofy farm in right. southern Utah. So our wow. system doesn't... Wow. It doesn't always work. And it, to get a prosecutor... That's why I love Troy Rawlings so much that yes. I, we had on before because... He's the kind of prosecutor when you tell him the truth, you like you bring him the truth, and he goes, "Oh, well, this guy shouldn't be charged." Then, where yeah. most prosecutors, and that's when when I, we were interviewing Troy, and I was like, "Man, most prosecutors, they will." It's so hard for them to admit they were wrong. So instead of right. acknowledging I'm wrong, they will just kind of take a sidestep, which is what these guys did. Yes, and so, so they're like, it's okay. more important to be to show face than to follow the law. Or to right, yeah, exactly. right, yeah. and okay. and that same that same logic. We were just having a conversation, you and I. That same logic uh-huh. is almost the same kind of thing that we do in relationships, where we, yes. we get so stuck in what we think is right, and and there's that saying that we can either be right or we can be in a relationship because right. mm-hmm. that like we get so caught up in our egos that we yeah. need to set that mm-hmm. aside and go okay. What difference does this make? Yeah. Like, whether it's in the, in the whole picture, right? Yeah. In the whole picture, like mm-hmm. in a relationship, and if the fans I were love really this person trying, and with the fans. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. If the fans were really trying to do, like, and I appreciate their job, but they went for, they got the underling. They realized mm-hmm. all this had happened. It was very circumstantial. And even if they said, okay, don't come back to the United States, you know, whatever. But, yeah. but they forgot to go up the ladder to try to get the guys who actually owned it. If it was illegal, right. you try to go to the top, right? Well, they tried so. to go to the top, but these guys were so far down. Like, Raul was so far no, but down. but that's what I mean. He, he didn't Why know did their they... names. There was exactly. no way. But... Yeah. Yeah. So they, they got t- caught on the bottom rung of the ladder where they should have cut them loose and worked their yes. way back up. To exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And as we go into other stuff, like we'll have a conversation with Troy, the prosecutor, about like how he's done that. There are cases, we have a murder case we're going to talk about coming up with him, where he will sacrifice part of a case to make sure that he gets the bad guy in in prison and let the people that are either less bad or not involved at all or it not as involved as much where you he he's just more reasonable and I just don't see it very often and that's why I wanted to share this episode to say hey perfect n- okay not everyone is bad that gets caught up in this yeah. and sometimes yeah and that's what we see all the time they just they can't back it's like they can't they have no reverse like oh right. I made a mistake I right. can't I can't or back even, up on even this. if you were yeah even if you were going to say okay wait you know, he did, he was working on the farm, blah, blah, blah. He should serve six months in jail. We yeah. let pedophiles out quicker than we let yeah. this guy who got caught up in Utah yeah. weeding a wheat marijuana farm. That's right. silly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Let's ma- remember what we're doing here. Yeah. Ex- that's the thing. Yeah. Whether it's in our personal relationships or our work or whatever, like, these are real people. Let's pay attention. Right. These are right. real lives. So, thank you for listening to this episode. Thanks for listening to Pamela Private Eye.